So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? I'm one of your hosts, I'm CT. I'm your other host, I'm Solo, and we have the new theme song. We do! We had it last week, too. Oh, did we? I told the truth. You did. That we actually, for once, have the new theme song. But the old microphone... The old microphone still can't figure out how to make the new microphone work. <laughs> still can't figure out how, how to make, make the new microphone work. But we got the old mic back in action for the time being until we figure out the new mic, so... But we wanted to record this week because there's been a lot of exciting Star Wars news, and we're going to start off small. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not even small. This is big news, but it's news I'm really excited about. It's uh, Kathleen Kennedy renewed her contract for the next three years. Yay! Which, so satisfying. Yeah. Because all the Star Wars rumor mills were like, she's going to be fired. She's awful. She's going to be fired. It's going to be the best thing that happened to Star Wars for her to leave. It- and I'm sure this, like, rumor just originated by the fact that her contract was up, and so they're like, they're not going to renew it. Bet you they're not, because I don't like her. That's my the basis. fact that she's made so much, so much money. So much money. Like, m- three of the Star Wars movies made at her with her at the helm are, like, the top ten. Both, I think all three, if for sure two, mm. are in, like, the top ten movies and and American movies or whatever. But they're, either way, unbelievably successful. Yeah. So, just because Solo didn't do that well, guys. I mean, she's an immediate... Can you imagine if you just made, like, one... Not even, like, mistake. If you just made, like... If you went out on a limb one day at work and it didn't really pan out and they were just like, you're immediately fired! And you're like, what? Especially because she has I've been working with you for how long? An amazing track record. They're like, nope. Because I don't think we ever talked about this in the podcast, but uh, the Bob Iger stuff. Mm, did we? I don't think so. So he came out recently and kind of talked about Solo and how they were, they're going to slow down on making Star Wars stuff, which is, or like Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. which I'm actually, I'm okay with. I'm more than okay yeah. with this. And they're like, so we're going to slow down a little bit. We were making too much too quickly. And I agree with that statement. I think the reason why Star Wars is such the phenomenon it is is because it's always an event. Mm-hmm. And it kind of stops being an event yeah. when it happens so often. Yeah. It, when Star Wars, like, goes away for a long time, and then you're like, guess who's back, bitch? Yeah. It's, Absolutely. But yeah, Bob Iger kind of said, it, he blamed himself that on Solo's failure, basically, because he was asking for too much too quick, and... That wasn't what Star Wars was, so he's like, we're going to pull back a little bit. And I just hope this doesn't affect Ryan Johnson's trilogy. I honestly, I couldn't really care less right now about the the Game of Thrones guys trilogy. Oh, I'm only excited about Ryan's, and then I'm also like, well, don't. I still want an Obi-Wan movie. I, <laughs> I like how you want to go talk into the old mic. I did. Well, it's much closer it is, to yeah, me. the other mic is much closer. I want another. No, I think Obi-Wan and Boba Fett are de- definitely shelved for at least, I'm going to go, I'm going to say another five years. 
I think it's okay. You and age is I like think a fine Ryan, wine. I think Ryan's he he does. I mean he he does age like a fine wine, and I think Ryan's trilogy might be tabled for a little bit, which makes me kind of sad because they haven't talked about it mm-hmm. in a while. And Ryan says he's still working on it, but he's working on a new film with Daniel Craig. I think is what they said. Huh. And mm-hmm. so I kind of think that maybe he's his will push back be pushed back. A few years. I'm not. They, I don't think they. I hope they don't cancel it. But I think it'll probably be pushed back a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, Bob Iger was like, "Don't blame anyone else but me. I was asking for a lot." Mm-hmm. So, but we're we're gonna. I've realized now what makes Star Wars Star Wars, and it's not this constant release Stream. schedule. Yeah, yeah, and I think. Well, I mean, both of us really liked Rogue One. Yeah. Infinitely more than we liked Solo. I'm just saying what I like, and I liked Rogue One. I loved Rogue One. Yeah. So moving forward, uh, I got to do something cool this weekend for your birthday. For my birthday. What did you get to do? I got to go to Lucasville. Wow. I'm so excited. Or I was so excited. It was a very exhausting day. But I am good friends with Brandon Allman, who is the one of the executive producers of Resistance. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was my boss at TMNT, mm-hmm. and basically there was a uh, employee event going on on your birthday last Friday, and he's like, "I have a plus one. Do you want to go?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> so I Hell flew yeah. up there. And flew back in one day and got to meet a bunch of really cool people and got to watch the three first three episodes of Resistance. Yay! And I also, on more important news, mm-hmm. got a Mewtwo in Pokemon Go at the Yoda Fountain. Because the Yoda Fountain's a Pokemon gym. On my birthday, you got a Mewtwo. And I took a thousand selfies by the Yoda Fountain. So, dur- during the... Because I was only... It's a two-hour event, or, like, mm-hmm. a three-hour event with the with the episodes or something like that. And I flew up there and then flew back on the same day. <laughs> so I had lots of time. So I went to the Walt Disney Museum, which is very, very close walking distance nearby. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big fan of Walt Disney because, first and foremost, he has the best revenge story of all time. He's, he has, like, the greatest underdog story of everybody screwing him over and then just... Look at my empire. Yep. Fuck you. You really thought Oswald the Lucky Rabbit was worth that much that you screwed over me and my entire, like, workforce? Guess who's coming? Fucking Mickey Mouse. Yep. And so, yeah, I just really loved my museum experience, and I could have spent even more time there, but instead I sat in front of the Yoda Fountain for two hours just because I wanted to be there. There. And like, I'm here. So many it's selfies. It's me. I'm here. And there's Yoda. It's me and Yoda. I brought my Best little uh, Kylo plush. Uh, the ones that I make in my store at Etsy.com slash shop slash goals. Even though he's sold out right now. But, like, I brought mine. And so it, he t- I took a bunch of pictures with him and the Yoda fountain. <laughs> he had a journey. Him and the Golden Gate Bridge. Wow. He's seeing the world. He's such a, a, a well-traveled boy. He's Burbank. And San Francisco. Francisco. He's also gone to Detroit multiple times. Oh, has he? Okay. He has. Yes. Has he ever gone to Glendale? (laughs) 
I don't think he's been to Glendale, but he wow. has been to South Carolina. Oh, okay. So, you know, he's not that... That's not bad. He's been some places in his short life. Some places. Jeez. Los Angeles because LAX. Yep, that's true. I, I just need to bring him everywhere now. I he was I had to shove him in my purse. And at one point, his face is just, like, popping out of the bag. <laughs> and Brandon was, like, introducing me to, like, the other producers and stuff. And she pointed out my Chewbacca purse, because all my purses uh-huh. are Star Wars. Oh. And then I just look over my Chewbacca purse, and the Kylo face is just, like, merging out of the bag. And I'm like, oh, I'm so embarrassed that you s- that you know that I brought a plush, plush here. I-, I had a lot of free time, and... Wanted to take his photo. Okay, I'm a very proud mother. I'm a proud mother. Also, he's very soft. He is. And I, I use him as a plain cushion. He's a good plain pillow. Yeah. And yeah, so I got to I got to meet Pablo Hidalgo for like 30 seconds, which mm-hmm. was really nice. And uh, Resistance premieres this Sunday at 10 oh, p.m. dang, already? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a Sunday. Ooh. And I originally, I think they may have planned this originally and then stopped doing it they were going to air uh, the first two episodes at new york comic-con but it turns out they're not doing that Hmm. anymore and i swear they had said they were going to do that i won't even be able to watch it when it airs i have to work at 5 a.m the next day what 10 on a we can stream it okay good it'll be on stream and i i think it's gonna be at least the first three episodes brandon mentioned it might be four which i hope it's four because i've only seen the first three right you're like so i want to see the next one and my spoiler-free review, I think I can talk about it, because after the employee screening, they had a fan screening, mm-hmm. and I think they were allowed to talk about it afterwards. So I'm like, mm-hmm. eh, it's the same thing. Not Obviously not spoilers, but mm-hmm. I think it's honestly the strongest start to an animated series. It was unbelievably fun, and this is coming from someone who I don't think Solo was a fun movie. And this, for me, was genuinely, I'm like, this was fun for me. Uh-huh. I, it was very cute. The characters were great. Uh, Niku was my uh, favorite character. He's the green boy. Okay. And Tam was probably my second favorite, who was the mechanic girl. Mm-hmm. She was, She's so cute. I love her design. She, yeah, she was really charming, and I think the show was very funny. And, yeah, it starts off light. I won't say it's well, that deep. And it's, it's intended for an audience 6 to 12. Right. And it's written for an audience 6 to 12. So sometimes the dialogue is kind of explaining things like you're a six-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a little it's gonna, cheesy. Yeah, so you're going to get some... I know some fans are going to be mad that this wasn't made for them. Mm-hmm. But... None of Star Wars was. Yeah, it's, it's a show made for its age group. But I still think very unbelievably charming. The characters are really fun and... Like all Star Wars shows, they start off a little bit lighter, and it's going to go into a little bit more intense territory. Yeah. So, I'm really excited for this to come out, and everyone gets to see it, and actually have some new Star Wars content to take in every week. We've been getting a lot of news, but we haven't been getting a lot of, like, content, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. New things to watch. Things to watch, new characters to explore, new theories to craft. Because we haven't even gotten a new book in a while. I guess Thrawn Alliances was... But... But how about I a book care. I care about, yeah. am I right? How Just about kidding. something I care about? And I, I think moving into the territory of things that I personally don't really care about, but in a good way, mm-hmm. 
is the new live action show. So much has just come out for the new live action Woo! show. I'm ready to hear all about it because I know nothing. Oh uh, man, it is called The Mandalorian. Okay. That is what it's called. And uh, the press release from StarWars.com says as much. Production on the first Star Wars live-action streaming series has begun. Wow. After the stories of Jango and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy far from the authority of the New Republic. The series will be written and executive produced by Emmy-nominated producer and actor John Favreau, as previously announced, with Dave Filoni Woo. directing the first episode. There's also a lot of additional directors that have been announced, and we have a lot of women, like Deborah Chow, who, who have been announced, and we have some uh, people of color on there, which is really, really exciting to finally hear announced, because yeah. we had... It's a long time coming. <laughs> I mean, it, it really has been, and they keep they kept on telling us just to wait for it. It's coming. Don't worry. Don't worry. Here it'll, it'll be there. Uh, and Taika Waititi, uh, or from Thor Ragnarok, mm -hmm. is only one of the directors, and I'm really excited for his episodes. Yes, I think his episodes will be very exciting. And fun. Making Star Wars has been posting pictures from the set recently, and it looks like it looks very Tatooine. -y. Yeah, it does. So, it looks like they'll be partly on Tatooine, despite it being called the Mandalorian. Well, I mean. I, I wish it would be on Mandalore. Mandalore's in a weird, like, wibbly-wobbly space in that time, isn't it? Like, do we really know? Well, that's what I kind of thought the series would be about, mm -hmm. about that specifically. And we don't, obviously, I mean, that'd we be don't nice, know. But... It would be nice, but... I mean, when it comes to the, the, the series, I'm really excited for who they're bringing on board for mm. it. It's probably not a series I want to be too interested, interested in. It seems really focused on the Western action... Mm -hmm. Uh, adventure part of Star Wars, which is great. It's just not my personal Star Wars stuff. Yeah, I like the fairy tale star stuff. Um, yeah, and we ha we do we had our first picture yeah. of the Mandalorian, and it's a it's a man in Mandalorian armor. Wow, look at that. I mean, my hope is that it starts off as just like stuff on Tatooine action cr crud. Crud? I was trying to be nice, and then I was like, nope, I can't. I don't really like the action. Oh, oh stuff. I see what you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then I thought you were talking about like literal poop. There's probably gonna be poop. I'm like, okay. No, I was just trying to be nice, huh. and I was like, yeah, I don't like action stuff. Uh, but then hopefully it goes into exploring Mandalore, and maybe he'll like have to do some stuff with that. That'd be super cool. We find out what's happening to it, and then he has to like. I don't know, decide if he wants to help his people or keep being a bounty hunter. You know what I mean? Mm hmm Assuming he's a bounty hunter. I know he's a I, lone I, yeah. gunman, but... I, yeah, well... But they also... I'm not sure when, they re ref when they're referencing Boba Fett and Jango Fett, mm. if they're referencing the character is inspired by bounty hunters like that, or if they're just saying, hey, Boba and Jango wore the Mandalorian armor. Right. So he... Does, too. Does, remember? That's <laughs> how it's all related. Yeah. Because I think... The, the, both the, uh, something that Star Wars fandom, or even, like, the producers don't know is how much everyone knows about Star Wars. Right. Because you can watch all the Star Wars movies and not have any freaking clue about anything about Boba Fett. But you'll, you'll, did I just say Boba Fett? Boba, Boba Fett. Fett! My favorite character! 
character, Bobo Fett. Because I, I even feel like that's where Solo suffered a little bit <laughs> is because it relied, oh. it was so heavily geared towards the people who take their time and learn every little detail about Star Wars. Who to didn't in- need the, the, hey, that's the gun. Hey, that's the Millennium Falcon. Hey, that's how he got the name Solo. And you're hey, like, that's the conscience of the Millennium Falcon. It kind of over-explained everything. Hey, that's Chewbacca. I, <laughs> I ain't gonna call you that the whole time. It's too long. Like, you don't guess you'll need a nickname. You don't need a yeah, line we describing hit- that Chewie is a nickname for Chewbacca. We got it. We got it. I, the first time it happened, I was like, oh, that's a cute nickname. Never did I was like, hmm, wonder what that means. I wonder where that came from. How did he get that I name? bet you it's because he, he chews, chews so much. <laughs> He's a real loud chewer. That's Chewbacca. That's why we call him Chewie. No, actually, if the movie pulled something like that, that I would have been know, on the floor. That would have loved hilarious, it. but that's like, not what it did. It would have been so bad, but good. If they if they called out, if they were like aware of themselves yeah. and how stupid it was. If at one point, like, like during the campfire, like, he's eating and he's just being so loud. And Beckett's like, oh man, you loud chewer. And he's like, gotta call you Chewie. <laughs> or... Han calls Chewie, calls him Chewie the first time and goes, and Lando's like, oh, because it's short for Chewbacca. He's like, no, have you ever heard the guy eat? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm cheating. And I've been like, oh my god. That's the kind of awful content I wanted, right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I... I mean, anything was better than what we got. What? Who said that? Ghost, get out of here. Solo, don't talk like that about Solo. I'm only self-deprecating. This is just in character. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I don't know how, if he's going to be a bounty hunter. I don't mm-hmm. think that's been released no. yet. I think that might be an interesting route to take, but at the same time, they might be saving that for a potential bounty hunter movie sure. that they kept taking on and off the table. Again, I, I'm really okay with them taking the Boba Fett movie off the table for a while. Because like, as I was saying, I think they think people know more about Star Wars than they actually do. You think you think that they think people know less about Star Wars? No, they think they know more. So when they're making a movie about Boba Fett, they're like, everyone knows Boba Fett. When oh. most people are going to be like, who's oh, that? It, I don't it. care about that guy. I get what you're like, saying. Like, Obi-Wan's a bit different because I feel like Obi-Wan's such a stable character. And oh. even Solo was a bit different. But in the terms of, like, why is he being played by a different guy? Mm. Why is... That's not Leia. I am confused. What is this hap- happening? Because I know a big concern of future trilogies is the timeline mm-hmm. of the it confusing the time of pe- normal people being confused by the timeline. Oh, absolutely. Like for me, the second they say, "Oh, it's before Yavin," I'll be like, "Okay, I know what that is." Mm-hmm. But most people will be like, "What the fuck's Yavin?" Yeah, you still have to. It's like how the Marvel movies are coming out. They have to come up chronologically. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, people are going to get so confused. Yeah. Like, but I, I, mean, I mean, Captain Marvel's coming out. Kind of. But I think her movie's going to start, and then it's going to travel and, into, yeah, you know what I mean? Where the Avengers So is. I think that's going to be fine. I think Ant-Man and Wasp was was difficult enough for people, mm-hmm. and I think that's another reason why it probably suffered a little bit, because people were like, what? But he wasn't he wasn't there, so why is he, why is he in, what? It did, it did better than the original, didn't it? I thought it did. I mean, it might have done better, but I also heard, like, nobody talking about it. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear anybody talk about it either. Yeah. But... And I really liked it, but... 
Yeah, I I I heard good things, and I thought I heard that it did better than the original. But I also, it also took me like three a or real, four a lo- months, a long to time to go see it. So, yeah, yeah. Thank you, AMC A list. Thanks, A list. Non spawned, but we would be. I would love to be. We we're big A list fans. So when it comes to this series, The Mandalorian, it mm. takes place a few years after Return of the Jedi. So. Yeah, no First Order stuff yet. Mm-hmm. Empire Fallen. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the Aftermath series, we're going to start filling in that gap that we haven't had yet. Like, Resistance is six months before The Force Awakens. Uh, the Aftermath series is right after the last movie. Like, within... Would you say it's the aftermath of it? Yeah, <laughs> 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 aftermath. <laughs> so it's nine months, because Leia... Right. Gives birth. Right. Oh, and then we have, like, Last Shot, which is, uh, Ben's right. two in that? Good old baby Ben. So there's a chance. I, I flip back and forth between this wanting to be totally separate, uh. but also my love of the Solo family. Just a cameo. I'm like, just give me a small bean. Just cameo. Running around. Just a cameo in the background. That's all I need. Come on. Where you're like... <gasps> Was that? Was that? Was that? That's all you need. It's hard because we can't really have Han and Leia, so he'd have to be with a, a nanny droid. A nanny droid, or just like two people with their backs turned with the same silhouette. Yeah. Like you don't, you know what I mean? I would love it. I'm talking like real small in the background. I just want to see Kylo and everything. And then all you gotta hear is just Han yell, Ben, <laughs> Ben, kid, stop it. <laughs> um. So with Dave Filoni directing. What is your top bet of which of his characters he's going to bring into the show? Oh, it couldn't be that Ahsoka's going to show up. Or Ezra. Or Thrawn. Those are my top three. The ones that he kept alive. Well, and Sabine. Because I... I mean, that would be the obvious choice, right? Yeah. That'd be super cool and dope, but also... I don't know. I keep... I, part of me thinks he'll do it. Another part of me thinks... He's doing this to try to do something way different. Mm. But then another part of me thinks he's doing this because he can bring his characters in. Because mm-hmm. I something I've wondered since the finale of Rebels is what was the point mm-hmm. of that ending? Yeah. Uh, because it's so open-ended. And at first, and at first with like Thrawn and Ezra, you just think they're, okay, they died, but they don't want to... But this is a Disney show, so we're still not going to... Yeah. Make it super solid. So, but then they confirm that they're still alive. So what really is the point of confirming that, like, having Ahsoka show up at the very end, having Sabine and Ahsoka going out, uh, going out on a journey to find Ezra, yeah. if we're not going to see that in a big way? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, we could have it in books and comics, but that's such a big thing. You'd expect it to be handled in a either animated film or potentially something live action. The article, again, where did it say it took place? It said far away from... Did you just say... Far away from the New Republic. It didn't say far away. Far far away from the authority of the New Republic, so... So, like, I don't know. Deep space? (laughs) Eventually? Maybe. So they could... They could find... He could get hired by, like, Sabine or something. Who knows? Because, I mean, I like how they're talking about how the New Republic 
does sort of have a shaky authority at the time being. And uh, something I did like about Resistance, and I guess this is a, su- a somewhat spoiler, but it happens in a very early on, and is that they recognize that nobody really knows about the Resistance in the First Order right now. Mm-hmm. That select people know about it, they recognize that it's like a threat, mm-hmm. the First Order is, but they're not too concerned, and also they think the Resistance is like an extremist group. Mm-hmm. Which I, is something I like that they brought up. Mm-hmm. Because it kind of maybe ties into the fact at the end of The Last Jedi where no one came to help them. Right. I do really like that. Because maybe people don't understand. They don't want war anymore. They're tired of it. (laughs) The Star Wars has had a lot of wars. And they keep kind of putting these little inklings in there that the New Republic wasn't working very well. Mm. And you just kind of wonder where that is, and if we're going to be able to see that in a show like this, in a place where the authority of the New Republic has doesn't exist yet, you know? Why it wasn't working like they wanted it to. Yeah, I mean, that would be super cool to see and explore, because that's always the stuff, like, I know people complain that the prequels were too political when everything political got basically cut from them. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, but that is interesting, because sometimes you have to stop and think and be like, well... But why again? Mm-hmm. Explain to me why. What? Why? Mm-hmm. Just they're bad guy, we're good guy? Mm-hmm. What? Explain more. I want to know more about the world. And, I mean, this is sort of a little bit of a tangent, but when you're thinking about, like, the end of the Empire and how that didn't work, the way they ended the Empire clearly was not a permanent solution. It didn't even last that long. It lasted 30 years. Mm -hmm. And the way the Empire ended is that they blew up their space station, killed the Emperor, and killed Vader. Yeah. And Vader, yeah, he redeemed himself, but no one believed that and no one gave a shit. Yeah. There was... We know that there's cults and stuff dedicated to Vader, but they're dedicated to the dark side scary Vader, not the redeemed... Of course not. Like, holy image... Vader, that he went back to the light. He became a good guy. Right. He realized that the rebellion was, was the right thing and the Empire was wrong. Yeah. The people who worshipped Vader worshipped the... The cold-hearted, like, cold-blooded murderer they thought he was. Yeah. Which, again, is a reason why I, do- I don't see, like, the whole series, at, like, as a whole. The whole series as a whole, that's redundant. But ending in that same way where they just blow up everybody... Because clearly that didn't work the first time. It's not a, it's a short term solution, right? You still have to, like, uh, fix the problems. It's a, uh, it's a Hamilton lyric, the cycle of vengeance line mm-hmm. that he's like, if we win this war, will we, win, will we win our independence or will we just start a cycle of vengeance? Mm-hmm. That, which is true because you killed the empire, all the empire people who survived, they just took out their a- anger and rebuilt over 30 years and came back. Yeah, they were like... So I just, I, the solution for me has to be different. Yeah, it's gotta be. And that's what I'm like, it, for me, it's definitely not Kylo dying unredeemed. Mm-mm. Kylo dying redeemed still doesn't work that much for me because people who followed Kylo might not know that he changed his mind. Right. It's like the Vader thing. And that story is not gonna get passed down. Yeah. And... Because Luke might have tried. Because when you die, who lives, who dies, who tells your story. More Hamilton. So I just have to imagine that you need to see people who 
genuinely changed their minds and started fighting for the right thing survive so they can continue being like they survive they speak they, they fight. tell their story yep. and like they go for to they move forward to make the world better they put in place new laws and new like ideals mm-hmm. and train new generations and pass those down that's how we get our ending that's how we get peace that's how we get change mm-hmm. it just killing people doesn't solve anything yeah waiting waiting for one generation to die i because that's like the advice we we our generation hears a lot is like you just got to wait for the old people to get out of there i'm like i don't want to be old by the time i can do anything right i want people to be able to change their minds i believe generally that every person can be a good person yeah. and they can change their mind if they're willing to yeah i know some people like, in our political climate right now, that they're making really bad decisions just because they want their side to win. Mm-hmm. Cough, cough. I, they have to know that what they're fighting for, who they're fighting for... Is morally wrong. Is morally wrong. Makes me so angry that instead of fighting for what you truly believe in, you're just fighting for a side. Yeah. And you're, it's just a team game of my point. Mm-hmm. It's a sport now. It's not actually politics. Especially when it's a... a- the people, the women shouting at you, you just, not, you're just blatantly ignoring them. Yep. And it and really sucks. And it's in droves. Yeah. I, I just feel really, really silenced over the fact that people just refuse to do the right thing because they don't want their political party to look weak. So telling me to just wait for them to die sucks. Sucks. Like, I want people to do the right things because they know that it's the right thing. Mm-hmm. They, they're like, you know what? I've been convinced I'm going to go do the right thing now. And I've honestly become a better person. I'll be like, thank God. Just tell me that people are people and you're going to let people be people. Yep. Amen to that. Anyway, very long tangent. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see if the Mandalorian touches at all about the state of the New Republic, why it's not working for the wider galaxy and i'm glad we won't be seeing any first order stuff mm-hmm. um even though we do know that the first order is sort of around there yeah, i mean it's always gonna be a little bit around right because like all the technology's still there yeah there's still gonna be like a little because like in there. aftermath that's they at the very end of that we have people being like all right guys the empire is done is done what are we going to do and someone walks in being like well the first order of business is and you're like oh <laughs> got it but it- chewy eh <laughs> it's chewy he's the loudest chewer man have you ever heard him eat a pork yeah but it seems like a lot of tattooing stuff mandalore stuff let's see let's let's have a once we start getting a little bit more information, let's start placing bets on how long it takes before one of the Rebels characters comes in. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Dave has directed the first episode, so right away. Oh, dang, you're right. Let's just see a Leku. So I'm going to put my bets on Sabine. Okay. Just because Mandalorian, for one. Makes a lot of sense. She makes the most sense. She does make the most sense. And I'm just going to say Ahsoka because fan service. Yeah, because that's his character. I mean... Because that would generate a lot of hype. Yeah. I'm just so curious. I, I almost wonder if Dave inspires to do his own live action series with Ahsoka, Sabine, and Ezra and Thrawn. If that's something he... So this is kind of like a test thing for him. I mean, that would be 
fine, I guess. I yeah. at least would be like, okay, well, tell me the story you wanted to tell me, Dave. Tell it to me, and it better be good. <laughs> and it better be good, kid. It better be good, because you gotta give me a reason that Le- that Leia didn't get trained by Ahsoka while Ahsoka was alive. You gotta give me a reason, Sonny. <laughs> Shake up a finger at you. So... From from what we've seen so far, I doubt this is true, but uh, Charlotte from Sky Talkers mm. tweeted something out about making the Mandalorian a almost Romeo and Juliet story between two houses of Mandalore, and I would have loved that stuff. Yeah, like that would have been that house. I would be interested in this. Yeah. But again, I'm not saying. I, I have a disinterest in this. I will... I'm Not in a bad way. It just... Nothing about it has grabbed my attention besides I like the directors mm-hmm. they've pulled in. I'm very impressed by that and I think some good stuff could come out of it. I just don't think it's going to be my genre and... Because yeah, it's kind of... It's very spaghetti western, Yeah. Right? And I'm never going to... Spaghetti gonna, space western. <laughs> spaghetti space western, which Star Wars has always had inklings yeah. of, but it's also had other things that I've been able to latch on to instead. Yes. And I don't think this is going to be particularly made for me, and that's fine, and I'm actually glad for it, because God knows I need to step away. It's like every- when the, the Marvel TV show started coming out, and I was like, I love these Marvel movies, and then the TV show started coming out, and I was like, I don't care. It feels so good not to care. There's so much content. I can't care. I can't. No, it feels like, it feels really good to not care. I'll still give them a try, but ooh. Oh yeah, I'll still definitely watch it because I know for sure I'll be subscribing to the Disney mm-hmm. service. So I'll still definitely give it a try, but it's nice. Kind of like how we felt with Solo. Because we never were excited about Solo going into that either. It's just nice not to really care about it. Yeah. And be like, hey, any discourse that happens around this one? Shrugs. Don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm not invested. And I'm, I'm totally ready for it to change my mind. But, oh, yes. I'm not Again, same thing with Solo, where I'm like, as long as I have low expectations. That's, that's personally, I know that that's better for me. Mm-hmm. If I go into it being like, I don't think I'm going to like it. And then I, I'm like, whoa! Oh, I liked it. I had my mind changed. And Full circle. Like, seeing some of these directors, I'm like, oh, there could be some some fun stuff in here. Yeah, absolutely. And we could maybe get some cool cameos. I, I just, I want some more casting announcements. We don't, I'm sure we're going to get them immediately after we are done recording. I'm sure it's going to happen <laughs> this week. Probably. Um, but, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be nice not to, to step back for a little bit. Because I know after episode nine that... I'm peacing out for a bit. <laughs> well, I think, well, because we've talked about this, like, after Celebration, I think. Yeah. There's going to be a bit, I'm, for my mental health, might need to peace out for a bit. Yeah. I think the time between Celebration and the movie will be a little quiet for us. Because, yeah. one, we don't want to worry about spoilers, because I, I think we do want to... Be, we won't be surprised. We don't want to listen to the Yeah, I'm definitely following discourse. some re- re- reports. Mm-hmm. And I think from during filming, at least with The Last Jedi, everything that came out was kind of like, oh, you got some inklings in there. But also the one scene we were so convinced of was the Knights of Ren on Octu. <laughs> right. And that <laughs> absolutely did happen. not happen. So I, I do follow some leaks mm-hmm. and just because i think they're fun and i don't really believe them in any, anything but the leaks that come out 
one to two months to three months before the movie releases, that's when they start getting a little more legit. Uh-huh. And, so yeah, I think I just want to, like, stay away from the discourse and actually be able to enjoy the final movie. Yeah, because once those leaks start coming out, that's when the discourse is going to get heavy. Yeah. Because people are going to be like, well, this one says it, and it's going to be a... And I'm like, oh, no. My, my head can only put up so much, personally. Yeah. But I'm very excited for Celebration. All my pins came in for Celebration. You're real early. I'm very early. Good job. We'll see. So if you see us at Celebration, we have pins. Yes. It'll, it'll be an exciting time in cold. How many months away is it? It's in April. So I'm not going to do that math. I've been seven, up since four months. So seven, I was like, seven months? Four months? That's Got it. my calculation. I think it's One six. of those. Sure. But either way, it's a long ways away. Yes. And I think probably after that, there will be a slowdown. I still want to, we'll still probably do like a final predictions mm. episode, episode every now and then. But. But they'll probably be silly. Very silly. And they'll be uploaded with silence. Like we'll just upload oh, it. Oh, I was like, just like an hour of silence? No, no, no. We'll upload it and I then see. that's it. Like there, pro- there won't be like Twitter engagement afterwards and stuff like that. Especially not Twitter engagement. Oh yeah, no. I need, I will so, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Need to be done with that. That might just be Patroon-exclusive stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. It'll just be me being like, I oh. see you. Hello, How I see you? you. How's everybody doing? Okay, bye. Bye. But, yeah, I, I think that's a pretty good spot to leave out for today's episode. I think so. Oh, uh, just like, on a side note, the Poe Dameron comic finally ended. Oh, did it? It did. It's it not- went on for a long time. And it ended on such an interesting note and i i mean i really liked it mm. it definitely implies good guy poe over uh poe that takes two things too far poe okay but he basically said it's not our job to save the galaxy it's our job to save our galaxy and what like we care about oh, okay like the like things that. That, yeah me too and like okay I like this. Maybe you were listening when with some other people were talking. So if this is if this is tied with nine, mm-hmm. I like that it's a, uh, a steer towards a steer towards a more personal resolution than a galaxy wide fix the government resolution. It's like no, we're we're in it to save the the for a personal character journey, mm-hmm. and everything's gonna end happily there. Right, right, right. Yeah. There we go. Anyway, thank you for listening to another episode of Who Talks First. I'm one of your hosts. I'm CT. I'm your other host. I'm Solo. And we'll see you next time. Oh, yeah. Go watch Resistance, because next time we'll actually be able to talk about it. Oh, yeah. We will. Yeah. Yay. Bye. Bye.